Just kidding. This is what happens when you're consistent. I haven't done an episode since March 20th, which I was aggressively reminded of on Twitter, and it feels like it's been a lifetime. I've missed you a little bit. Maybe. A lot. Immensely. Fine. This is what I thought we would do for this episode. I would play Inspector Gadget. We would go through a bunch of crimes that make absolutely no sense and decipher them both on an intellectual and emotional level together. And then we're gonna finish this bad boy off with a feature story time. I want to say it's sexy, but it's literally the opposite. And no, it's not about Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Ay 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 Fun fact for you, Trapped in the Closet was originally written for the both of them. R. Kelly, perhaps, is not only a pedophile, but a soothsayer. Let's get loud, let's get loud. Is that song by Jennifer Lopez or Vanessa Williams? Let's get loud. Ooh, which one is it? Fuck, why don't I know this? I should know better. I'm a drag queen at heart. Let's get loud. Let's of course it's Jennifer Lopez, you fucking twat. Do better, Nadia. <laughs> I just thought about the fact that uh, Jennifer Lopez had that uh, love don't cost a thing challenge and absolutely nobody did it. Oh my God, thoughts and prayers. It's okay, J-Lo, you're still fucking like 50 years old and so tight. The first story that we need to investigate is this one. I just... <laughs> I cannot. A British university lecturer is getting a $20,000 payout for unfair dismissal after being fired for aggressively using too many question marks in his messages. Dr. Sobnak was fired last March as the warden of a residence hall at a university following complaints that his excessive punctuation created an intimidating tone. <laughs> story already. Uh, text messages to other staff included one asking, quote, do you have to stay for dinner? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And another one asking, quote, why don't you listen? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. The number of question marks that uh, I'm saying are the literal ones that he's using. Stick to what we've decided! Exclamation point! Unquote. An employment tribunal ruled that Dr. Sobnak, who is still a physics lecturer, at the university was unfairly dismissed from his role as warden, which he held for 18 years because the complaints against him were unproven and never fully investigated. <laughs> However, I don't know, this is getting me so good. Imagine working some somewhere for 18 years, dedicating your entire life, and one day they sit you down there like, dog, you gotta fucking go. Those question marks are too damn much. He probably just doesn't get paid enough as a teacher to purchase a new phone and his old phone has something wrong with the keyboard so the question marks just go on their own. Oh no, teachers are so undervalued. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I think about you guys all the time and I know that's not sufficient but like I don't have enough money to share. Sorry. So 
So a judge named uh, Richard Atkinson reduced the planned payout amount by 25%, leaving the lecturer with $20,000 because his, quote, conduct contributed to his dismissal. Sobnak had ignored warnings and his blunt and unnecessary aggressive messages amounted to culpable and blameworthy conduct, the ruling said. <laughs> The use of multiple exclamations or question marks might make an otherwise neutral text appear aggressive, intimidating, or suggesting disbelief, the judge wrote. Full on, you know how there's the, the etiquette classes that people take and they're like, here's how to use 17 forks and you never really use it. I want to teach a course on how to text other humans, romantically, platonically, work situation, fuck buddy situation, even if it's incest, you know, you name it. I'll, I'll have all the courses. Think twice if you want me to do that. Thank you. I also agree, which is why I've compiled a list of top 10 things you should or should not do when you're texting. Number one, in no particular order. Nobody more, yeah. Unenthusiastic texters can go straight the fuck to hell. I cannot take this. The only way that I'll get a tingle in my pantaloonies is if I text you and I'm like, dog, look at this picture of this like funny tree. It has a dick on it. And then you text back, cool. I guarantee you, I will never, ever let our genitals touch. Unenthusiasm in general is probably the trait that sweeps away my libido the fastest. Even platonically, if you are not excited about living, what are you doing here in my presence? You cannot be too cool for joy. Just take your stupid face and go away. Number two, people that don't ask questions. And this is both texting and in real life conversation. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I went to the doctor today. Silence. And then I have to be like, okay, what the doctor say and they're like I've got genital warts and I'm like oh dog that sucks you don't ask me how my day was you don't ask me if I have genital warts you don't ask me if I want our genital warts to touch each other the answer is definitely no but it would be nice if you fucking asked ask some damn questions you narcissistic slut to be fair those two words put together could also be used to describe me but I'm always an entertaining curious narcissistic slut number three people that text KK you cannot under any circumstance say KK to me at least say okay and one single K is even worse. Did you die mid-sentence? Mid is that why you wrote this ridiculous thing to me? Number four, putting periods at the end of everything. Hey, period. How are you, period? That's not even grammatically correct. Put a fucking question mark once in a while. You are going the opposite route to the dude that was over question marking. We need to find a middle ground here. Number five, one long message and then they sign it regards. Excuse me. Excuse. Did I sign into my email or is this was up? Number six. We need to talk. Hey, Lord have mercy on my rectum. When somebody says we need to talk, immediately my stomach starts to churn and I'm like, dude, I gotta go drop a deuce. I get so scared. It doesn't matter who it is, a friend, a lover, an aunt, a grandma, a pup, 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 my stomach will hurt. I'm like, oh my God, they know something. Something is wrong. Something is wrong and they know something. Immediately I'm like, did I fuck their sister? Like, I gotta... <laughs> is that why they're... <laughs> Oh, never text we need to talk. I saw uh, on the interwebs that people are like, if somebody texts we need to talk, you should write, yeah, we really do. So that both of you are getting stomach aches and shitting yourselves. Number seven, people with weak 
GIF slash GIF game. I send you one and then you reply with like an analog smiley face. We are not compatible. Our genitals will not fit like half medallions. Number eight. People who text then immediately call. Oh my god, I ask you a question, you write right back and I'm reading it. While I'm reading it and you're typing, you decide, nah, I'm gonna call you instead. Now I gotta turn off my vibrator and my episode of Golden Girls just to pick up this phone call? Get the fuck out of here. Number nine. People who ask me the same question like, what's your address? It's like I wrote it to you a couple of months ago. Go to the search bar. It's called a search bar for a reason because you can search my address on there. God fucking damn it. My fingers have a lot of energy, but they could be better utilized. Like fucking your sister and, th and then you texting me, we need to talk. <laughs> Okay, so this is what's happening. I have a question for you that I'm uncertain of, so I can't follow it within the etiquette. The, the, the teacher has to become the student in this scenario. I, a long time ago, received a message that said, hey, sweet cheeks. It didn't really say that. Hey, caramel delight. Hey, lady whose pussy's tighter than a student budget. <laughs> no, they did not write that. Hey, Nadia, I was really feeling your vibe at that party. I got your number from our mutual friend and I'd love to take you out for dinner. Now, I did not respond to this delicious snack because at the time I was in a relationship. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, don't worry. I laughed at that sentence as well, but it's true, I was. And, uh, you know, when I was going through my WhatsApp to delete useless groups that I'm in, I came across that message. Now, you know, it was sent to me in 2017. And I'm wondering, is it, <laughs> is it too late to be like, you know, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Please tweet me, it's Nadia Favorite, and let me know if I can still get at that snack from that message alone. I'm certain I could just, you know, slide into a different DM and be like, yeah, let's kick it. But I want to reply to that specific message. You know, when you're this cute, sometimes you got to create your own obstacles in this game of love. <laughs> So this next story is one of those that seems so outrageous that you feel detached from it. But the more details I give you, the sadder you're gonna be. And I just wanted to warn you about that. A 30-year-old dude named Benno admitted to police that he murdered his mother and father in January. The buff son, yes, it's very Jim Tan Laundry. Don't mean to be an Italian stereotype, but he really is if you look at the picture. The buff son claimed that his dad accused him of, quote, being a failure during a row. The dad reportedly accused Benno, who had fallen asleep after playing his computer, of not doing his share of household chores, including walking the dog. He allegedly strangled his father to shut him up. I took the first climbing rope I found from the plastic tray of my tools. We were in the hallway and we fell together on the ground. I just remembered that I squeezed very tightly. I don't like the details. Beto said that when his mother returned home after he strangled her with the same rope, I did it without even saying goodbye. Oh my God. Benno, why? What's happening here? He allegedly threw his parents' bodies off a bridge into the river. Ah! <sighs> People are already mentally unstable, and then you throw in this for this like complete form of isolation or like you know pseudo isolation where you're stuck with the same two people. And imagine those two people constantly nagging you. Ah! This is this is not the first story that I've read like this. Another one similar to that is a boy who murdered his mother because she gave him a low grade during a mock quiz. Woo! <laughs> 
Ooh-wee! That one shook me to my very core. I remember at the beginning of lockdown, I was in Mombasa and my sister has a few kids and I was teaching her youngest, who's three years old. And uh, I would be like, it was reading. It was very basic things because he's so small, but it was like, curly ka ata cat. Curly ka not kicking ka ka ata cat. And I'd be like, what does ka ata spell? And he'd be like, elephant. <laughs> I totally get a scenario where I murdered him, for sure. Also, I love you. I know you're not listening to this podcast because you're a child, but you're adorable. All looks, no brains. Here's something that interests me both personally and because it's amusing to say to you is sex dolls. Let's talk about it. Executives in the booming sex doll industry say that within a decade, their sex dolls will be able to walk, talk, and feel sensations as well as emotions. Dolls available now can smile, moan, and hold a conversation. Oh my God, we have that in common. Cool. But soon they will be ambulatory and be able to feel sensation and respond in kind. The leading company in the Westworld style humanoids, Real Doll, confirmed to fans on its site that it's working on dolls that can walk on their own as well as have more realistic voice. So FYI, current sex dolls have that kind of Alexa voice where they're like, yes, do it, do it, in there. No, no, not that hole. Is it in yet? That's okay. It happens to all. Men. Essentially, they're predicting a major breakthrough in synthetic sexual companionship. I, 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 I. The, the, my fear is, is I have watched Westworld and it scares the shit out of me. When do you know that consciousness exists? If they can see, feel, touch, reciprocate uh, feelings. What are we doing? This I'm so scared. This is why I always write to Sophia, the first robot, and say, I'm kind, I'm empathetic, I'm not like the rest of the human race. Please don't hurt me when you guys take over. Sophia, if you're listening to this, I'm willing to go all the way the opposite and then all the way aka if ai need sex dolls human ones i know you're not asking but honey i volunteer as tribute An Indian man was stabbed to death by his own rooster after he attached a three-inch knife to its leg for an illegal cockfight. Police a couple of weeks ago investigated this bad boy in Telangana, India. Sangula Satish, who is a 45-year-old man, was stabbed in the groin a couple of weeks ago when the bird he had just armed for the fight fluttered in panic. Satish was hit by the rooster's knife in his groin and started bleeding heavily. So cockfights are very common in India and they were banned in 1960 and usually how they go is two birds with uh, a knife or a blade attached fight until one either flees or dies. This is, I mean, you must know where I stand with this. I'm vegan, I love animals and the environment, so we all know there's only one kind of cockfight that I appreciate. Don't ask me why this has come up on the Inspector Gadget uh, episode, but I feel like I need to talk about it as though it were a crime for the masses, okay? The Hershey's company recently announced a new addition to the Reese's lineup that's very peanut buttery, if you will. What is surprising, however, is how little chocolate there is in these new cups. By how little, I mean no chocolate at all. 
Hershey's announced that it will be celebrating National Peanut Butter Day with the release of a new all peanut butter cup. So literally, it's just like a dongish of peanut butter and they're like, here, take it in this nice packaging and eat it. For most people, I, I'm assuming this is awful and they hate it and they want the chocolate. For me, as a person who loves a snack that makes my mouth so dry and the roof of my mouth laced with chunks of food, it's perfect. I'm like the dude in Meet Joe Black. Literally, I will scoop a chunk of peanut butter out and I'll eat it straight from the spoon and watch TV. Nothing will give me more joy. If peanut butter were a lubricant, whoa. <laughs> Can you picture that? Woo-wee! Nope. Let's take that one back. Fun fact for you, I went trick-or-treating up until the age of 19. Yep. Second year of university, show up at your door, all five eight of me with my big hair being like, oh, what the fuck, be some country. And they're like, dog, aren't you like 40? <laughs> oh, you know it's story time. They are best friends for motherfucking ever. Quote, let's start here. My best friend and I of eight years got married. We did this because we wanted to raise kids together. We wanted to live our lives by each other's side. This is somebody named Jay, 23 years old. She said this in a TikTok video about her platonic marriage. We act as a married couple does, but we don't have the romantic or physical stuff. The video racked up to 4.8 million views with more than 10,000 comments from followers wondering how the newlywed ladies make it work. Quote, marriage is about so much more than the love you feel with someone. Unquote. Jay told the post of her relationship with 28-year-old Crystal. I don't feel that gushy, I'm in love with you, I want to constantly be near you kind of romantic love. I feel the love that one typically feels for their best friend times a hundred. The ladies decided to upgrade from being close roommates to wives this past November, though they stopped short of jumping into the sheets together. The like birds live in Deer Park on Long Island with their 16-year-old foster son named Eddie, who's cool with the G-rated setup. Wow, they already adopted a kid that is beautiful and wild. Jay says that he doesn't deal with the fighting that happens among romantic partners and he never accidentally walks in on anything inappropriate. So these girls apparently met in 2012 at Long Island Gay and Lesbian Youth, an LGBT center, and the two high schoolers became best friends. We started volunteering together and she made me feel appreciated and cared for. Love that for you girls. The duo would frequently go on long walks, go to theme parks, dish on toxic eyes, I have no idea what that means, and also talk about their dreams, specifically about becoming adoptive parents. So their wedding had less than 50 people, everybody obviously got COVID tested, blah, 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 wore the mask, blah, blah, blah. that's not the point of the story, is that nobody proposed, they just had a long chat instead, and they only had one single kiss, which they shared on their wedding day! Oh my god! My mind is blown! Instead of their honeymoon, they went to a water park. 
both the brides identify somewhere on the asexual spectrum. We both experience romantic and sexual attraction to an extent. It's just not for each other. Oh, that makes it so complicated. Both wives are free to pursue feelings outside of the marriage, though Jay said they both feel satisfied with our dynamic. I mean, the thing is that like, it's, I don't want to judge anybody for what they're doing, but it's either that this is a really fucking great setup or it's one of those things where you know you have feelings for your best friend and then you just never want to say it so you're like yo should we get married yeah, yeah for sure bro bro it's it's not for real though right and then you know <laughs> it's just wild it's just unprecedented and so wild but i'm happy for two people that are happy with each other i'm happy for two people that have adopted an older child who gets to have a home this has obviously led me to wonder would my friends marry me specifically would my best best friend marry me sarah give it to me girl <laughs> okay so i would marry you platonically because you'd be an amazing mother and i've seen you with your nieces and nephews and you're amazing you have all the time for them in the world you're so nourishing as an auntie so i can see you being a really good mother um and you'd have a lot of patience with them and i wouldn't um and but another point for why i would is because we just have giggles 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 and laughs the entire time uh why i would marry you platonically is I think that we are both rubbish at handy person skills so like the floating shelf that you want neither of us would be able to do it and I feel like there should be at least one person in the house that can like do stuff around the house and so all in all if I was to weigh things up I think I would platonically marry you if I wasn't already married <laughs> Probably the sweetest and most coherent thing she's ever said to me. Usually her answer to every single question of mine is, Fack off, you dirty slut.